Together, growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I'd like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 6, verses 12 to 19. In these days, Jesus went out into the hills to pray. And all night he continued in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve, whom he named apostles. Simon, whom he named Peter, Andrew's brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, Simon who was called the Zealot, Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on the level place, with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the, and the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came out and came forth from him, and he healed them all. There's something beautiful. Jesus went out into the hills to pray. I like that. I like the, the concept, the belief that Jesus went out to pray. Have you ever noticed that phrase, Jesus has gone out to pray? You know, we know that Jesus went into the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. We know he went onto the hills, onto the mountains to pray where he was tempted. When last did you think of your leader as a prayerful person? When last did I hear that my boss went to pray? At work, in a work environment, do you think your boss prays? And how would you feel if you knew that your boss was a prayerful person? The person you report to. Have you ever seen them pray? Have they ever seen me pray? But the same applies to, to our children. Have they ever seen us at prayer? I mean, seriously, at prayer. Not doing the normal daily routine prayers, but seriously struck by the presence of God and pleading our cause to God. I don't remember seeing my leader at prayer, they may say. I don't remember seeing that person and prayer to God, your kids may say. Do we pray? 
I mean, I look at this and I ask myself, what is it that the Lord is saying to us as leaders? Has my parish ever seen me praying? Yes, I know that Mass is a form of a prayer, but that's not what I'm asking. Have they ever seen me on my knees talking to God? Praying the rosary? Praying spontaneous prayers? Have they ever seen us pray? Have I ever, ever seen my bishop pray? Have I ever walked into a chapel and saw him at prayer? It's, it's an important question, which unfortunately we spiritualize on it and we never really answer it. And we always use an excuse there's so much that needs to be done. There's just too many people that we cannot touch them all. Well, maybe we don't need to touch all of them, but the one that we touched meant it was for him or her. We cannot quantify the mercy of God. If the message is for this person and not for that person, that's okay. Their turn will come. And there's something important in that stage. That statement encapacitate, rather and, and encapsulate the whole truth of our own faith in God. Then there's something that I also find interesting. He had gone up to pray at night on the mountain, the whole day. Prayer is not a by-the-way thing. Prayer is not one of the things that we need to do in order to find whatever we are looking for. No, it has to do with dedication, commitment to God. Am I committed to God? Am I dedicated in doing that which he expects of me? And what happens if I'm not? What happens if I'm not dedicated to God? What happens if my faith is just as vague as my thought of God? What about those people under my own jurisdiction? What about the people under my spiritual care? Am I present to their needs? Are we present to your needs? Then there's something that I also find absolutely beautiful when one analyzes it and looks at it. When he had finished praying, when everything had subsided, then the Lord comes up with a list. These are the list of people I can trust my life with. These are people who believe in God. And these are people who want the best for us. 
And that's where I find consolation. He goes up to the mountain, spends time with God, he prays, he comes down with the answer, with the solution. And so the Lord is inviting us to be transformed. The Lord is inviting us to be attentive. The Lord is inviting us to listen to God at all times. Listen to the names of the apostles. Simon, whom he named Peter. Andrew, the brother of James and John. Andrew, his brother, rather, the brother of Peter. James and John. I like how Jesus values relationships. You have Peter, who was known as Simon. You have Andrew, the brother of Peter. You have James and John, who are independent. And the list goes on, but what fascinates me about the apostles is the unwillingness to give up of Jesus. That he is willing to go an extra mile to get the help that he can in order to achieve his goal, making the difference in the lives of the people. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect us, to bless, to guide, but to lead us closer to God that we can achieve the greatness of God through our own perseverance and to our own attentiveness to what God is doing. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless and guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.